Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Christian McAllister, and we are going to be diving into Genesis 29, 15-35. Let's jump into it. But first, for some context, we last left off with Jacob arriving at his uncle Laban's house. Laban said to him, You shouldn't work for me without pay just because we are relatives. Tell me how much your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was named Leah, and the younger one was Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eyes, but Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. Since Jacob was in love with Rachel, he told her father, I'll work for you for seven years if you'll give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Agreed, Laban replied. I'd rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, but his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Finally, the time came for him to marry her. I have fulfilled my agreement, Jacob said to Laban. Now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. That's not straightforward at all, is it, Jacob? So Laban invited everyone in the neighborhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night, when it was dark, Laban took Leah to Jacob, and he slept with her. Laban had given Leah a servant, Zilpah, to be her maid. But when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah. What have you done to me? Jacob raged at Laban. I worked seven years for Rachel. Why have you tricked me? It's not our custom here to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn, Laban replied. But wait until the bridal week is over, then we'll give you Rachel too, provided you promise to work another seven years for me. So Jacob agreed to work seven more years. A week after Jacob had married Leah, Laban gave him Rachel too. Laban gave Rachel a servant, Bilhah, to be her maid. So Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children, but Rachel could not conceive. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, The Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me. She soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simeon, for she said, The Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son. Then she became pregnant a third time and gave birth to another son. He was named Levi, for she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me, since I have given him three sons. Once again, Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son. She named him Judah, for she said, now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. Whew. All I know is Jacob is definitely an Old Testament version of a hopeless romantic. He literally worked for 14 years just to marry the woman he wanted. Now, I could go into all the soap opera, Twilight-esque, love triangle drama that is this story, but I want to focus our attention on verse 31 through 35. There are four statements that Leah made during her time of having children. The first being, The Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me. 
The second, the Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son. The next one, surely this time my husband will feel affection for me since I have given him three sons. And finally, now I will praise the Lord. And afterwards she stopped having children. Leah was a human, just like you or I. And as humans, we all need to feel three things. We need to feel seen, we need to feel heard, and we need to feel loved. We can tell from reading this story that Leah was not happy with Jacob. We can see that through giving birth to her children, her biggest hope was receiving notice and feeling affection. I think we all can agree that even though we live in a completely different life, we have the same hopes. In this world of Instagram and TikTok, we all want our voices to be heard. We want our dances to be seen, and we want people to love us so much they click the like button or the follow button. We long for comments and shares, and we look at others' lives with envy because we think they have more affection from their adoring followers. But it didn't start recently, this need. Being heard and seen is human nature. When I was a little boy, no matter what it was that I was doing, if I thought it was of some merit, I would turn and shout, Daddy, watch me. Just as well, I would sometimes just say, Daddy, when all I wanted to say was hi. And of course, as a child, we longed to be picked up and held by our parents. Seen, heard, and loved. But falling short is also human nature. So when we search for those three things in other humans, we are often disappointed. But God sees us. Psalm 139.13 says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. God saw us from before we even existed and knit us together. God hears us. Jeremiah 33.3 Call to me and I will answer you. Psalm 145.19 He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. These are just two scriptural examples. God infinitely loves us, and he loved us so much that he came to earth in a human form named Yeshua and took the punishment for our transgressions. If you are seeking to be noticed, to be heard, to be loved, God is the answer. To wrap this all up, I want to bring us back to that fourth thing Leah said. Now I will praise the Lord. We can only search for love and acceptance from other flawed beings for so long before it becomes utterly useless and depressing. But as we said, God is the answer. After however long it took for Leah to give birth to those four sons, she realized that no matter the circumstance, God was enough. And she praised him. She realized that he had seen, heard, and loved her when Jacob did not. We are here on this earth to bring glory and honor and praise to Abba with everything we do. No matter what, our life should be praise to the Lord. Colossians 3.17 Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. 
Psalm 34, I will praise the Lord no matter what. 1 Corinthians 10.31, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. These are just a few scriptures that tell us to give glory to God in whatever we do. I recently read a book by John Piper, and in it he said something so simple but so profound. He said, We bring God the most glory when we are most satisfied in Him. So what I want to leave you with is this. Chase after God with everything. He sees you, He hears you, and He loves you. Rest in that. Jump for joy in that. And with everything you are and all that you do, praise the Lord. Jesus, for everybody who's listening to this, and for myself, remind us that you see us, that you hear us, that you love us, that you're fighting for us, that you've saved us. Show us yourself. Guide us as we chase after you. We want to give you praise and help us to do that in all that we do, whether it's in the office or at church on Sunday or in our small groups or at the grocery store. Show us yourself in all that we do so that we can be most satisfied in who you are and bring you all the glory. We ask it all in your name. Amen. Have a great day.